0: The offseason is on. What are the biggest needs for the San Francisco 49ers in the 2024 offseason? Free agency, draft needs, and big picture go all in, or are they building this thing for the future? All that and more coming up on today's Locked On 49ers.
1: You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
0: Your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown 49ers, Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker at BD Peacock at Eric underscore Crocker. Thanks, everybody, for making us your first listen here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Love all the everydayers out there. Make sure you are one. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast. Today's episode of Lockdown 49ers is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar bet. It's 150 bucks If your bet wins, visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. We're talking 49ers needs here. San Francisco 49ers. What they need to accomplish in 2024, this offseason, Croc. And I think the first question they have to ask themselves, we we'll get into some free agents, the, our top five positional needs, What, which ones are kind of free agency needs, which ones are draft needs. But the big question they have to answer first, Croc, before any of it is, Are they going all in? Are they worried about 2025, 2026, 2027? Are they trying? Are they going? Is their goal going to be to do everything they can to be the best possible team in 2024 and not worry about what's next following that? Or is this about sustainability with a young quarterback that they love to build something that can last, that they can continue to win three, four, five years? down the road from now. And they've already kind of uh they've had a few years with no first round picks, right? So the Niners picking 31 in the NFL draft this year, they have an opportunity to start drafting some higher end talent that could be sustainable pieces, but they could also trade those those picks just as easily for veterans that might be more ready to contribute to a championship team in 2024.
1: You know, if you kind of just follow the blueprint of how the 49ers have really built this team, I think everything has been more on sustainability as opposed to uh, a move that is going to jeopardize anything they do in the future. I think the thing that they've done so far that jeopardized anything moving forward is probably trading for Trey Lance. But even then, that was a move for the long term at the quarterback position. So uh, they try to be a team that isn't as impulsive. They try to make moves that improve the team but don't hurt. Their ability to make moves in the future. So, I would say how they address this offseason is going to be more geared towards figuring out what will not be best for just next year, but also for years to come.
0: It's almost split in half, Croc. They almost use their high end resources on the right now and their lesser resources on the future. And it's some of those late round picks that have really hit for the 49ers, but they spent three first round picks on a quarterback. They spent a whole bunch of picks on getting a running back when the best running back in the league was available. They, uh, they traded and signed with a big contract, the best offensive tackle in the league when that player was available. So they will go whale hunting. And if the right player is available and we saw it last offseason, spending money that we didn't expect them to do. They, 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 they they signed the biggest free agent on the market last year. Crock, we thought they would do nothing in free agency. They went and got Javon Hargrave. So, Um, I don't think we should be shocked if they do something major, something we don't see, whether it's a big trade or maybe a big free agent signing, and maybe it's trading away a guy and then also trading for a guy. Um, There's a lot of scenarios that could play out here, and and we don't know exactly what the defensive identity still is going to be for this team, and we'll find out soon who that defensive coordinator is. But we're just talking roster needs right now, and I think we kind of have an idea of what this team's going to look like scheme wise on offense and defense. So uh, we can, we, I think we can plug in some, some positions here for what we think the 49ers should do. I have a feeling with the way the season ended. And if you, if you go back to the mindset in 2020, I have a feeling they're going to be more about gearing up for 2024, trying to get over that hump and win one. But in 2020, even though they, they kind of had a run it back mentality, they did have to replace Joe Staley, and that was the trade to get Trent Williams. And they said no to Tom Brady to run it back with Jimmy Garoppolo. But they also did have an eye on the future, Croc, and traded away DeForest Buckner to try to get a cheaper player in that position, a defensive tackle, and, and try to. So they kind of try to do a little bit of both, and uh, and we'll see if they're able to toe that line and and what side of the fence they're straddling here in the twenty twenty four off season but as far as positions go is there one position that stands out to you if you're just looking at okay they gotta fix this and i know it's hard because the super bowl is still fresh in our minds we're only a week out from the super bowl loss and you don't want to put too much emphasis on what they needed to do better in that one game um because you've got to you've got to go play 20 games next year again if you want to go back and win the super bowl right so What do the 49ers need to do that? The long haul of the 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 marathon that is a 20-game NFL season if you're gonna hoist the Lombardi?
1: You know, we talked about you know kind of being split in half and you know the current, the future with some of the moves. But I think even after all the resources that they put into this position, I still think it's edge rusher. Like I still think 49ers want to build in the trenches. I think most people would say offensive line. I think the offensive line for the most part was. Not great, of course, but they were able to kind of maneuver around it. But that edge rusher position, that's the position where it's really hard to dictate what things go. You just need a lot of talent there. You know, I saw the 49ers get production at the right tackle position with Zane Beatles playing at that spot, right? So, again, I I think maybe my thoughts on offensive line align a little little bit closer to Kyle Shanahan where... You know, yes, he has the big dog and Trent Williams over there. But outside of that, it's like not a whole lot of high resources. McGlinchey was drafted ninth overall. Right? But, man, defensive on the defensive side of the ball, especially on that defensive line, you need talent. You need ability. And they really need to find someone to play the opposite Nick Bosa. They've been trying. They've been taking swings. They went and got, you know, guys at the trade deadline. Nothing felt like these were guys that were going to be there for the long haul. This, you know, you were hoping that Drake Jackson maybe could turn that corner, even though he was a late second round pick. Which we said at the time, more times not. You don't see a late second round pick edge rusher really pay off. Those big dog edge rushers in the league are drafted first round. You do have Max Crosby. I think it's kind of rare to see a guy like Crosby, uh, you know, who was drafted in the fourth round and be what he is in the All Pro guy, pretty much every single year. So I'd say edge rushers still has to be a position that the 49ers are trying to figure out you need talent on the defensive side of the ball to really be able to function
0: i've got offensive tackle as my number one need crock but when you consider the free agents the 49ers have on the roster I, i could see the argument that not only do you need a high level talent to play that position It's a position you have to spend high-end resources on, whether it's a first-round pick, a lot of money in free agency, a lot of assets if you're going to try to trade for a guy that's a a true difference maker as a defensive end, a, a guy that would start at defensive end for every team in the league, kind of a guy, which I think the 49ers would love to have, across from Nick Bosa, even though they've got a ton of talent already on that defensive line. But they have so many free agents as well that, They have to absolutely add people here, whether it's just bringing back the guys they do have or bringing in somebody from outside the organization. Chase Young, who they traded for midseason, is an unrestricted free agent. Randy Gregory they traded for midseason. He's an unrestricted free agent. And then you've got some interior. uh, Cleveland Farrell was on a one-year deal for the 49ers, obviously ended the season injured there. So that's three defensive ends. They have Nick Bosa and Drake Jackson coming off an injury. And that's it. A defensive end. Uh, I guess Robert Beal Jr., the fifth round rookie, we didn't really see much of number 51 on the field. In fact, if I wasn't looking at the roster right now, I wouldn't know what number he even wore as a rookie. Robert Beal Jr., maybe there's some big plans for him in the future, but you only have three defensive ends on the roster. So you've got to add two, three more players at least to even get into the season. And then you're going to need some camp fodder as well. So it's a huge need because you need a starting defensive end across from Nick Bosa, but you also need bodies to bring in and compete with Drake Jackson and Robert Beal jr. And I don't know if those two guys are in the plans for the 49ers to be starters either. So um, absolutely need to either bring some guys back or add somebody from outside the organization. Defensive end is absolutely a huge need for the 49ers in 2024. I'm going to ask you next Croc. If that's more of a free agent need, if that if that player's on another roster currently, a veteran, or if that's an NFL draft need a defensive end, and we'll talk about offensive tackle, uh tons of other positions, corner, and maybe some surprising needy positions as well for the 49ers. Next. This episode of Locked On 49ers is brought to you by FanDuel America's number 1 sports book. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel because right now new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's right, 150 extra bucks to play with if your first bet wins at FanDuel. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams. Quick bets, live same-game parlays, uh, exclusive props. I think the over-under for the All-Star game, uh, and I haven't seen the score, I wonder if it hit, it was like 360-something, 360 364
1: points or something they, like that. They went over that
0: far Oh, yeah, or the
1: East, I want to say, scored over two, they scored over 200 points. by uh, themselves,
0: so. There you go. Uh, NBA All-Star basketball. Uh, some real basketball coming up after the All-Star break, obviously. Major League Baseball is getting going. Spring training starting to happen in Florida and Arizona. And, of course, those tasty draft props, which are some of my favorite ways to play at FanDuel every season. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. So defensive end. Is that a free agent need? Is there a veteran that's going to man that spot for the 49ers? Or do you think they spend pick 31 on a defensive end
1: I would go towards the draft. And only because you're already spending a ton of money on Nick Bosa. So can you find the guy that you can have around a little bit lower amount of money, but still be able to have for four years, right? And then eventually hopefully right if he's you want that guy to be really good so oh man in four years we have a big problem we have to pay this guy that or maybe you you know pick up his fifth year option and you still of course are going to have Nick Bosa on the books but I think it will kind of help that situation so ideally you will want to go the route of the draft because any free agent edge rusher first of all you know how many free agent edge rushers are really worth a damn? Right. You know, you can go and get a guy. Is he going to be a big time difference maker? The 49ers need. I'd say more times than not, legit edge rushers are with their teams that drafted them. It's very rare. You find a guy that can be a difference maker and you got him off of free agency. Now, I'm not saying it can't happen, but it's just it's just a little bit more rare. They want to keep those guys. So I will go the route of the draft for sure. Uh, especially with the 49ers, the amount of money that they poured into so many guys. I think that, you know, kind of puts your cap up against the wall as well.
0: Trick question, Croc, because they're going to do draft and free agency.
1: <laughs> but are they going to go big time? Like, are they going to go, okay, we're going to go first round draft and big money? Edge? I think,
0: here's what I think is going to happen. I think I think there's going to be another Bosa on the roster. <laughs> Bosa. Joey Bosa has this huge, like, uh, roster bonus in March. I think he's going to get cut before that happens. Maybe there's a trade they could work out with a team, but I don't know if a team wants to take on that money because he's got a huge contract and he's been injured a lot. Um, and I, I think they'll go into the draft non-first round because they're going to bring in a, a a big-time free agent. If and if, if something like that doesn't work out, and could, the, the way the reason it's Bosa is because he's the best player they can get. Who they might be able to get a sweetheart deal with. He's already signed a big contract, got a big signing bonus. He could sign that one year deal. And that's what it's going to be, right? The 49ers have done that every offseason. I will, I will, I'll put my mortgage on the line right now. If FanDuel doesn't have it, unfortunately. A prop bet for what the 49ers are going to do in free agency. They're going to sign a guy who's probably going to start week one across from Bosa. He's going to be on a one year contract. It's going to be a one year deal. That's what they do. They've done it every single season and it's worked out so great. But um I do. Hey, think-
1: it's, it's February 18th but Peacocks get me a little excited now. Real, I'm still a little bummed over the Super Bowl. Everywhere I go, you know, if I have a 49er hat on, everyone is asking me about how I feel about the game. I'm devastated. But if you're telling me, you know, February 18th that maybe Joey Bosa is a possibility to the 49ers, that, that gets me a little Because my juice is flowing just a little bit.
0: (laughs) Uh, Maybe, you know, one-year deal, it's a little bit less than maybe he could have gotten, but he wants to prove he's healthy, then go hit the market again after the season and maybe get a big deal somewhere else or something like that. Or maybe the 49ers are able to find a a long-term deal for him to bring him in. He's exactly the type of player the 49ers need, if healthy. Uh, If healthy is a a big thing for for Bosa and the way his career has gone, would he give a a little bit of a discount to stay in, in California and play with his brother? Uh, I think there's a potential for that to happen.
1: I think once money is no longer an issue and you've been paid, you are more likely to potentially take a cut. Mm-hmm. Like some people are saying, oh man, like, you know, Brandon and he should take a, a cut to stay with San Francisco. You know, they utilize him. Like, absolutely not. He hasn't been paid yet. I mean, he's been paid really, you know, in a fill. Okay. First right. round pick. But I mean, the big contract, the second contract. Because, you know, I you know, I remember my times, they had the meetings and everything when I was with the Jets, and they tell guys, don't make any big purchases until your second year. I mean, excuse me, second contract. So, IU still has made solid money for sure. He ain't made Debo Samuel money. So, he's going to be less likely to take any kind of pay cut to stay with the 49ers. He's going to want top dollar, whatever he can potentially get. When, when that time comes, still got the fifth-year option. But a guy like Joey Bosa... So he's been paid. He's been paid big money. They kind of come, you know, and not to say that this matters, but they come from, you know, a, a good background <laughs> uh, right. of money and everything. So they're all about their bread. I think we realized that really with how Joey Bosa and all his contractual uh, stuff went down. He was about his money. Nick is about his money as well. But at this point, playing with his little brother, that might be something fun for him, especially for a great organization like the 49ers have been, especially over the four, last four or five years.
0: We'll get into specifics too for players we like in, in different situations. And we got to move on to some other positions here really quick. But, uh, you know, there's a couple that I think are huge needs that, that we're going to cover a little bit deeper here at the top. Defensive end is one of those. You can only keep one of Chase Young, Randy Gregory, Cleveland Farrell in free agency. Which one do you bring back?
1: I I think the popular answer will be Cleveland Farrell, but I would still lean towards uh, Chase Young
0: interesting i would take gregory because i think for the money he'll get i think he gives you the most juice as a pass rusher and farrell's strength was as a run defender and i just feel like it's something you can find and maybe it's farrell maybe it's somebody else maybe it's in the draft but um yeah need obviously at defensive end maybe they bring one of their guys back maybe they go into free agency and i'm sure they'll find somebody in the draft as well on top of it so uh they'll bring in a few guys at that position
1: I want to see Chase Young with a full offseason with the 49ers and his coaching staff, and what would that look like week one?
0: the 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 problem is you're gambling on a big unknown and giving that multi year contract out to a guy when I have big questions about him being hot and cold and if he's going to come to play.
1: He but he still may only get one year. He still may only get one year. If if
0: the, I think he's going to, I, I pick Gregory because I don't think he's going to get that much. If if it's if it's a if it's a you know, a one year deal that's not a lot of money for Chase Young, yeah, bring it back. Rather have him in a contract year. But the contract year didn't really, I mean, he wasn't that motivated in this contract year either. So, you know, um, uh and not not to crush the guy, but you know, I just I definitely wouldn't mess with a, a long term deal for for Chase Young right now, or, or really any of the guys the 49ers have as, as current free agents. I had offensive tackle as my number one need, croc. Was that number your number two after defensive end?
1: Yeah, I was trying to be, like, cool and find a different perspective on what should be, like, the second biggest need. But I, I think you have to go towards – I only not want to just say office- offensive tackle. I would say the right side of the offensive line. So, whether it's right guard and you want to make that a priority and really get better there, I think a really good right guard would make your right tackle a little bit better. Obviously, a right tackle can potentially be on an island, and that's the most difficult part about it. McKivitts? I feel like he sneaky got a little bit better as the season went on.
0: I mean, he's okay if you're really good next to him. And even even still, I would be looking at an improvement on him. And then you have Trent Williams. This might be Trent Williams last season. I don't know. Maybe he plays 10 more years. I have no idea. But uh, I wouldn't bet on it, right? Like 2025 could get really interesting if you don't have someone who's ready to step in and, and be a, a young starting cost-controlled offensive tackle because you can't go out in free agency and sign two starting offensive tackles, right? Uh, and they might still have to get one anyway, even if they drafted, if they, even if they spent pick 31 on an offensive tackle. So to me, it's the biggest need. And I think this is the draft need. And if I had to bet money on what position the 49ers going to take in the first round, it would be offensive tackle. And they might even have to move up to get the guy they like. They could come in and start at right tackle. Maybe they even get a guy who could flip over to the left side as well after Trent Williams retires at some point but it's too big of a need and by the way Feliciano right guard a free agent Matt Pryor backup offensive tackle a free agent both those guys were in on one-year contracts so uh, they got to bring in bodies there and and I think they have to you know they haven't had a this is where you start to see the the lack of first round picks for the last three years right offensive tackle defensive end uh, cornerback which is my number three need for the 49ers outside cornerback like those are positions you usually have to draft pretty high and the 49ers haven't had high picks to draft those guys and so they've had the ambry thomases and the the colts and mckivitz's and um you know had to make trades for defensive ends and have had this these these journeymen uh, this journeyman rotation of, of guys year after year at defensive end uh that you know you can't go back and and get players for those first round picks that you didn't utilize now but you still have a first round pick now and, and i just think that it has to be used on one of those positions that's so hard to find that is so expensive and if the 49ers are going to keep their cost down and keep their cap in a situation, um, those are the types of position you have to target. So I, I would be shocked at this point if it's not offensive tackle, defensive end, cornerback with pick 31.
1: And cornerback, you talk about doing things for right now and also for the future. I don't know how much longer Traveris Ward will be a 49er. So if you can get a guy in here that you feel like can play outside, uh, you also kind of have some... You've done really, really good with Yamador Lenore, who can play inside and outside. So having a guy come in and you can still have Lenore in your base package play outside and then in nickel situations slide inside and have your potential first or second round pick cornerback out there. But you're right, man. You you lose those you know first round picks or you use them on Trey Lance. Uh, that sets you back at a few positions where typically to get you know, big-time guys that going to give you the production that I think 49 fans are looking for. Those guys go in the first round, and you haven't had those picks. And not just those picks. I mean, also trading away, you know, second-round pick, third-round pick for Christian McCaffrey last year. You know, that, that that's still, again, well worth it. He's worth multiple guys, and we've seen his impact, but it still hurts you building in certain other areas.
0: Right, and you don't see that right away. You know, you, that's usually a, a two-, three-year gap between you didn't have a pick to use and all of a sudden oh wow we've got a lack of talent at these spots and now the Niners are starting to get a little older and they're getting very expensive so you need a first round caliber talent a guy that's going to come in that's on a rookie contract that's playing at a super high level not just a nice little story who's a guy who's you know a, a fifth round pick unless he you know plays at a superstar level which the 49ers have done a great job of finding guys like that as well can they keep on doing that and uh, we'll see they got a lot of late picks as well more team needs for the 49ers 2024 off season next this episode of locked up 49ers is brought to you by game time you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event you should be excited and should the, the ticket buying process is all screwed up it should be easy and that's where game time comes in game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports comedy music and theater events near you killer last minute deals all in prices views from your seat and their best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets i love that you can see the view from your seat, but I especially love the all in prices so you don't get hit with the hidden fees at the end. You know what those tickets are going to cost up front so you don't get surprised later. A couple taps, you buy those tickets, it's right there in the Game Time app. So you don't have to go fishing through your email when you do arrive at your event. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code locked on for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price. Guaranteed. Offensive tackle, defensive end, cornerback. Specifically outside cornerbacks. I love Demo in the slot. Uh, Those are my top three needs. And and I think that's, you know, pick 31 could be a nice spot for for those positions too, which I like. Or within within target of a a mild trade-up in the draft, maybe into the 20s a little bit. After that though, it gets a little bit more difficult. And I think there are some sneaky positions of need. One reason I do think that you have to go high with an offensive tackles because of how long it might take some players and especially offensive linemen to get ready to play. Let's say you're trying to replace, uh, you're trying to place Trent Williams next year. Well, you, you got to draft that guy this year. If you're, if you're drafting guy, you think that could do that. Right. And I think it's the same at wide receiver. I've got wide receivers. My number four need croc because next off season, you might be without one of Debo or Brandon. Ayuk and, you don't want to put a rookie in that position. We know how Kyle, Han, Kyle Shanahan treats rookie wide receivers and, and rookies at certain positions if they're not exactly what he wants ready to play as young players. And it takes some time with wide receivers sometimes. And you have to get that guy ready for 2025 if indeed they go one more, if they do resign, uh, which, which I expect they, they do resign or extend Brandon Ayuk and then, Maybe a Debo trade in the 2025 offseason. I think that's probably the plan, and you would already have a guy that you've developed that's ready to come in and, and potentially, you know, start for you or or at least compete with whatever happens in the 2025 offseason. So wide receiver and the 49ers need to get some more guys who can separate at wide receiver. I love Jawan Jennings, but he's a borderline tight end. I love Debo Samuel, he's but he's deep. a borderline running back, right? and and you know ronnie bell was nice as a seventh round rookie but you know maybe a, a maybe even a second or third round guy that could give you some some dynamism that there was a, is a legit weapon in your offense that could be one of your top three guys starting in 2025 and, and be a key reserve as a rookie maybe return kicks ray ray mcleod's a free agent as well so um that's what i'd be looking for someone with some dynamic ability at receiver that could separate a little bit for the 49ers and I'm talking draft more than anything with this with this need.
1: And, and you're also talking about getting a guy this year for to play in his second year, right? Like get acclimated this year without the pressure of having to come in and be the guy, and then the next year where when you likely don't have a Debo or Ayuk, this is a guy that can like really kind of take over that role.
0: Yeah, and because Ray Ray McCloud's a free agent this year, and Juwan Jennings a uh restricted free agent this year and he'll be an unrestricted free agent next year, depending on what they end up doing with them. If it's just a tender or maybe they decide to sign him for a long-term deal. So they're going to need a, they're going to need a, a receiver that can play a, a top three role in 2025. That's not currently on the roster.
1: I think I got a guy,
0: Michael Corley, Western
1: mission. No,
0: Michigan. no. He, he, or, uh, sorry. Western Kentucky. He's going to be this year's next Debo for me. Second round guy, probably. If you're looking for someone that says as close to Debo, and nobody's going to be Debo, he's going to be hard to replace. It's you know I don't say that lightly, saying you might end up trading Debo Samuel, but you just can't pay you can't pay full price for both uh, Debo and Brandon Ayuk at the same time. And you re- redoing Ayuk's deal, you can make it work for the cap this year with uh, with Debo's deal hitting pretty big, but you're not going to be able to do it in 2025 probably. So, who's your guy
1: in the chat? Alejandro says. Xavier Leggett. Speed. I'm going to go with a different Xavier. Xavier Worthy. Oh, I think he'd potentially be a late first round pick. Uh, we'll see how well he runs at the combine. But I was watching, you know, Edward's starting to dive into the film right now. And I'm watching Kool Aid McKinstry, a uh, cornerback for Alabama. And in that game, I just kept. Seeing Xavier Worthy, just the way he was able to get behind the defense. At one point, just got behind, outran the corner and the safety, but the quarterback underthrew him, didn't have a big enough arm to make that downfield throw that was needed on that play. Uh and that's Quinn Yours, you know, a guy who potentially will be a you know big draft pick in the in the following year. But Xavier Worthy, dynamic guy, get the ball in his hands right now. He's twitched up. And, uh, you know, he played with my 7-on-7 team uh, some years ago. And my guy Derek Graves said, best receiver I've ever seen in my life. So um, a lot of really good talent with Xavier Worthy and praises from guys coming out of the 209. But uh, I I think he's a guy who could be more of what the 49ers thought they were getting with Danny Gray. So he would be the first round version of, of late third slash fourth round Danny Gray.
0: And it does feel like Danny Gray's probably not in the plans. They they he was healthy and, and they didn't even bring him back onto the roster down the stretch, Croc. So yeah, it feels like maybe he's not a hit for the 49ers, but we'll see. It's uh it's it's difficult to break into Kyle Shanahan's lineup at times. Um
1: hey, real quick, uh somebody in the chat, excuse me, Jay Smooth said uh Jacob Cowley would be uh, BD Peacock's choice for wide receiver slot guy with returnability. Niners uh missed that. And I think you would like that dynamic player. Get the ball in his hands. You know, uh, I watched a lot of Arizona this year because my guy Jonah Coleman and how, how well he played at the running back position. But number two kept popping up. And I thought he had a really good senior bowl as well. So Jacob Callen, Yeah, that's a That's a talented guy there
0: love all the names in the chat. It's draft season, Crocky, this is getting fun. Uh what more need? What what do you got? What's your what's your next biggest need here? We've got four so far. I don't know if wide receivers in there for you, but but I wanted to throw that in cuz I think it's a sneaky need for the 49ers.
1: Okay, so we we went specific with defensive end/edge. slash edge. I'm curious to see what happens in that interior. You you are going to lose uh, I mean Eric Armstead at some point I, I don't know they they restructured him, so they may bring him back but I mean he has a big cap hit you got Javon Kinlaw you didn't pick up his fifth year option so he just won't be back at all well they, uh, could,
0: they could bring him back it's a similar conversation I think with with Chase Young and, and some of those in house free agents how much do you trust him is does he come back on a on a one year show it prove prove it sort of a deal does he want to get that deal somewhere else knowing that he's not going to start behind. Hargrave and and Eric Armstead. Um, Eric Armstead's had a lot of nagging injuries that, that hung with him for, for a while this year, too. And um, Kevin Givens is a free agent as well. Sebastian Joseph Day, a free agent as well. So, again, it's much like defensive end, I mean, uh, I think a lot of people would be surprised how many resources the 49ers probably have to put into the defensive line again, even though they do so much every single year. They, they need depth and they need difference-making players both and, and to me it's a, it's a big bodied nose tackle would be the the thing I'd be trying to get inside if I could but they they're, they're going to need a couple of guys
1: it, it was either D tackle for me or safety and they can be 5A and 5B and i know i you know i like the safeties the 49ers have uh you know i like Jair Brown you know i really like Tylan Funga, and we know he's coming off of an injury i would love to have that like real just Derwin James Minka Fitzpatrick, like, just that kind of guy out there. And right now, I think the 49ers have guys that really fit what they do. And that's what the 49ers are all about. And they've been able to find those guys late third, fifth round. Man, it would be sweet to have, like, a true just, oh, my goodness, guys, just such a special talent at the safety position. I've been calling for it since Minka. You know, I wanted a Minka over McGlinchey, and I was shocked and I was hurt. And we see how that's turned out for Minka. He's been an all pro safety. But 49ers having Talano Funga, terrific. Jair Brown, I I like him. But I think I love that Minka type guy just a tad bit more. So if you can potentially find that guy, and we don't know, we haven't really done a deep dive into a lot of the prospects yet. So that guy may not even be out there. Uh, And I would say I would take Jair Brown and Talano Funga over any like free agent that they can get at the safety position. But if there's a guy that's yeah. a little more special in a draft, uh, I may lean towards that and have that legit three safeties that I really like.
0: Yeah. Uh, a range safety. And, uh, we'll see what Jair Brown, if, if the plan is with Tashawn Gibson, being a free agent to, to plug him in next to Hufanga to be the starting tandem at safety for the 49ers. Jay smooth says, uh, Linebacker as well, as safety, sneaky needs there. Uh, I do I believe linebacker is a need for the 49ers as well. Uh, you need special teamers, um, you know, Achilles for Dre Greenlaw. So um uh, that, that's absolutely a need. How about quarterback? They need a backup quarterback, Croc. Darnold's here on a one-year deal, and uh, you know, you want to stay cheap at that position as well. So I, I don't think that's a you, you you got your guy in Brock Purdy. That that's a that's a draft need for me. Backup
1: quarterback. And they got their guy in Sam Hartman.
0: <laughs> Go. all right thanks everybody for jumping in on the live show uh shout out to the folks on their way to work monday mornings hanging out with us every day here on locked on 49ers we appreciate you we love you what are your favorite needs hit us up on twitter at bd Peacock, at eric underscore crocker or drop a comment on youtube croc and i back tomorrow off season mode right here Locked On 49ers